You're listening to Think. It's like think, but with an M instead of an N, so it's think. This is episode 78. I'm your host, Nicholas Rue. And with me, as always, since episode 10 at least, Paul Vine. Paul, how you doing? Um, I'm good. Uh, I'm nursing some Ardbeg. Some what? A Ardbeg? It's a scotch. Ardbeg? A bag of Ard. Yeah, ar- I'm I'm nursing an aardvark. Mm. It got injured in my front lawn, and I'm nursing it back to health. What a nice thing of you to do. Well, welcome back uh, to the show, everybody. Um, I'm going to do my customary Jack Nicholson impression to bring in the fact that uh, we got a B plus and A minus in our... Uh, uh, Jack Nicholson and uh, here's the grades uh, we got A plus and B minus respectively in our uh, in our uh, intro to movies 102 class and our uh, the other class we were taking about the pseudosciences yeah you know, you know Jack, Jack Nicholson from movies also a big 9 yeah, 11 truther. Wait, is he really? Um I th- I know he was um See, yeah, what's he's the an executive first thing- producer on Loose Change. Okay. What do you think of like what's the first thing that comes to mind when you think Jack Nicholson? When I think Jack Nicholson, I think Lakers. I think Receding hairline. Okay. I think. Okay, I said first thing. You can't I name multiple axes. things. I think. I think cold. You know. Okay. Yeah. yeah so. I think of of a visit from Saint Nicholson, the Bob Rivers comedy album bit where he does the night before Christmas, but instead of it being Santa Claus, it is um, Jack Nicholson. Paul being led by the team of the lakers paul vine my co-host yeah my dear friend yeah could you I don't, i'm not familiar do you think you could maybe just give me a little sample of that from the best um, of your memory yeah give me uh give me just a second Let me i would sum like it up. to not give you any time and you just launch into <laughs> okay. it okay yeah all right um all right so the first part is basically just twice the night before christmas right so i'm not even going to bother doing that because we all know that Everybody here who listens to this podcast is a good uh, Christian uh, and knows the our secular Christian or atheist, agnostic, whatever. Um, you've what? heard the twas the night. What? What? Did you just say everyone listening to this podcast is either a good Christian, a secular Christian, or an atheist, whatever? I said atheist agnostic. Okay. Then whatever. Those are I've got them all. Yeah. Okay. That's all of them. Do you them? want me to? Yeah. You want those me to are all, all the religions. religions? There's, okay. a, there's a lot of. All right. Zoroastrianism. Uh, <laughs> the one where you hold snakes. I think that's Christian. <laughs> I think that's. Uh, but certain, I'm not sure. Certain branches of baptism. Um, Baptist. Anabaptist. Uh, <laughs> that's like uh, the Baptists you have before the normal Baptists, right? Right. There's the Anabaptists and then there's the post Baptists. Mm-hmm. Um, 
But there's okay. Here's the part. Sorry, that I, I was just checking. The, I clearly. was just checking the um, Podbean listener statistics, and you're right. Those are the four groups. Oh yeah, <laughs> they got them by religion. I didn't realize when you signed up to get get your data collected by Podbean, uh, it included. Um, yeah, no, iTunes knows. Um. All right, so here's 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 what I'm I, I did have enough time to actually look up the the specific part um, that I was thinking of, and I knew about half of this. But uh, there's a part that's like, you ever think for good old Jack for just one second? No, not once. Maybe old Jack just wasn't that good enough. Hey, buddy. Maybe I wasn't good enough in the old buddy, postman. Always is this supposed to be twice. Jack? I know mine wasn't yeah, good. I've, I'm bad. I'm a bad Jack that's Nicholson. Like, that's like... He's not a good Jack Nicholson here. in the thing, Nick. That's, that's like Macho Man Randy Savage mixed yeah, with, I've got, mixed I've with got your impression of um, Kurt Russell. I don't have a Kurt Russell. Obviously. So I, don't you, <laughs> I don't know where you got Kurt Russell. I have a Macho Man. I could do Macho Man. It's about it, Nick. Okay, fine. I don't, that's, that is exactly how I've heard you reference and quote the line in um big trouble in little china what line the when old whatever tells you you got three sheets to the wind and you're back to the wall just tell him that old kurt russell sent you okay at that thing he does several times in the movie there's nick the only thing i remember from that movie is the the one guy getting really mad and blowing up oh pan not Lopan, the Thunder God. The Thunder Guy. Is that not who's Lopan? Lopan's the bad guy. Oh, Lopan's th- uh D- David. Okay, I know what you're talking about. The uh the guy that isn't Raiden but looks like Raiden with a bigger yeah hand. yeah fake Ray David Lopan is that uh, James Hong is the actor. Mm-hmm. David Lopan is the David. I can't believe his name is David. Um. Weren't you building to something? I'm sorry. Go back to that. No, I don't want to do it no, anymore. No, come on. I, the moment's passed. The moment's passed. No, I'll just edit out the other stuff. No, it's fine. I We built it up this much. Oh, my God. Fine. I'm going to do it. It's not going to be a good Jack Nicholson because I don't have a good Jack. I know. I already heard a little bit of it. It's very bad. All right. Come on. Maybe I wasn't always good enough. And the postman always rings twice. I acted my guts out for you in that one. Cuckoo's Nest, The Shining, Witches of Freaking Eastwick, Pritzy's Freaking Honor, all for you, pal, just to brighten things up for you. Not good enough, though, is it? No, you want me to brighten up the Christmas season, too. Isn't that what you want, pal? Okay, let's make things real bright around here. And then he goes off and does some more stuff. But I always think of the, the Pritzy's Freaking Honor. You know what? Not bad. Yours is probably That's- as bad as mine, just in a different way. <clears throat> It's op- different directions of bad. Anyway, the point is is that when everybody mentions Jack Nicholson, I think of him, this bit of him saying Pritzy's freaking honor. What's Pritzy's freaking honor? Ne- Pritzy's honor is a movie that he was in. I've never seen that movie. You ever seen- Star of the Witches of Eastwick. Oh, me I've never seen those. You ever seen Easy Rider? Um, no, but I've listened to the song Dennis Hopper in Easy Rider. Who's that um, by? Which, uh, it's by Second Grade, which is a band that I shouted out during our last stream, um, I think. 
if I didn't, I'm doing it now. Uh, and the yes. chorus of that song is Dennis Hopper, an easy rider, Jack Nicholson, an easy rider, Peter Fonda, an easy rider. Tell me, babe, who do you love? Ooh, interesting. It's it's, it's a really it's I I didn't do it in the the vocal melody, mm-hmm. but it's a very catchy song. Well, the we'd, mean we'd fucking, have to pay them copyrights if we did that, <clears throat> right? But but the lyrics mean basically fucking nothing. But um. Yeah, they do shout out Jack Nicholson in Easy Rider. Okay, yeah, it's a, it's a quite, a, it's a, that's quite a movie. Um, it's actually a really good movie in spite of itself. Yeah, and like it's, it's a movie that they recorded um, way too many hours of, and then an editor was able to save it despite um, Dennis Hopper's best efforts. Yeah, but it is um, a good you, and emotionally impactful movie. Do you know what his first movie was? Jack Nicholson. Yes. Uh, Little Shop of Horrors. Yes. He plays That's the sad. the uh, guy that just can't wait to get his teeth worked on. Yeah, he loves it. Oh, it's actually not. That's actually completely wrong. His, wait, really? Was he in something else? Yeah, the Crybaby Killer was his first movie. Oh, okay. He plays I mean, Jimmy Wallace. It's uh, produced by All Roger right. Corman. He's 83. Also, his name's not Jack. This is bullshit. I feel like I'm been lied to. Uh, no one's name's really Jack. There's got to be at least one person actually named Jack. I think my grandpa was actually named Jack. I'm Googling persons named Jack. It's all right. It's all right. We already got my grandpa on that list, so I believe it. I want, I want I real was, Jack. I so. was almost named Jack. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Jack. Uh, Jack the Ripper. Yeah, okay, come on. I, I do I do believe his name was, in fact, Jack. Jack T. Ripper. Uh, Jackie Robinson. Is his name? Oh, I don't want to print that. Nick, I'm just going to print out a piece of paper that says Jackie Robinson. You, go, you should. You should print that up. Do you know the thing? Oh, about- his name was Jack Robinson. Look you- at that. Jackie, the, the most famous Jack is actually named Jack. Jackie Robinson? Crazy. Yeah, his name's Jack Robinson. Pretty crazy. Do you know the thing about um, Jack Nicholson thinking his mom was his aunt? No, I did not know about that. What? <laughs> <laughs> or his sister? Um, Wait, his... Oh, yeah, because his, his, like... His mom was only 17 and unmarried, and her parents agreed to raise Jack Nicholson as their own child without revealing his true uh, parent, and that his mom would pretend to be his sister. Okay. Um, And he didn't find that out until uh, 1974 when he was in his... Yeah, late, mid-late 30s, I guess. And then Time Magazine told him, because they had researched it, Oh damn! But his mother um, and grandmother had already died, so he just had to feel real confused uh, in the mid seventies. What would you do if, in like, I don't know, six or seven years, somebody told you that your mom was actually your sister? That my mom was my sister? Yeah. Like, how? What would you be your reaction? Um. So, who would be my mom? I don't know. Maybe she's not in your life. Maybe your real mom's not in your life, Nick. So who this... who was my grandma? Ah, uh, <laughs> I don't know. 
So my mom is my sister. Yes. And then my grandma was just someone. I don't know what that makes your dad Who? in this situation. In fact, thinking about that makes me a little uncomfortable. Oh, yeah. I didn't even think about that. But my dad's still my dad. I assumed part of this would be that my dad wasn't my dad. But rather, no, the man da- I know as dad- my dad is my sister's husband. No, your dad would still be your dad, but your sis- your mom would be your sister. You don't have any siblings, Wait, that's, right? That just means that something happened to my mom and then... Wait, my sister. Okay. Yeah, and then your dad married your sister. His daughter. <laughs> it's really what that means. Yeah, okay, now that's, that's, that's not good. Yeah, right. That's, that's it, weird. It we've arrived at, we've, we've arrived at a weird place. That was all you, buddy. <clears throat> anyway, to get back to what the people care about. Um, we passed our classes. We actually did amazing. What happened to Sour Punch Straws? What? <clears throat> Where'd they go, Nick? But I thought we were talking about the pot, like uh, the the whole frame structure of this podcast. You start talking about sour punch draws. What's wrong? Where are they at? <laughs> you gotta go. Th- they, you gotta they, give me a little more here, buddy. Where does this I, thought come from? I was watching a. Th- I was watching a thing, and there were sour punch. You straws. were watching something while we were recording <laughs> this podcast. No, I watched the thing yesterday. Oh, okay, <laughs> why did that thought straws? just come to mind right now? Then. Because I was, you said, let's get back to what the people want. And, okay, and, and then the you decided to let me first. speak for like a minute and a half a minute, and then just <clears throat> jump in with that. Yeah, well, I was drinking some water. Okay, my throat, my throat was oh, a little. That's good. You should do you know. that. Where did Sour Punch Straws we go? Can do- I don't know. I guess they're still on the store shelves. It does look like they're still on the store. I think uh, still- you can buy them on Amazon. I'm pretty sure they're still out there. Okay. So the, I've not seen them in forever. You, how how often do you go and look at the candy aisle? Uh, pretty much every time I'm at a gas station. And you're not seeing the sour straws? No. I, it, they might be like a licensing thing, or they might have moved them, you know? Because I feel like everything's about chocolate now. It's, we're really living in a chocolate the time. era. The era of chocolate. The era of chocolate. That's what they say about the 2020s. Um, what was the thing that you wanted to talk about? Our classes? The podcast? <laughs> oh, nobody cares about that. Yeah, just kind of the concept. Kind of this... Um, of, of hosting a podcast? Just yeah. Just the frame narrative that we work in in between the tangents. <laughs> you know, okay, you fine. Know, you, no, it's fine. You know you that John your, Lennon quote f- about how uh, <laughs> life is what happens while you're making other plans? Uh, the podcast is what happens when we're... Um, going on different tangents sure so we are um we got through the semester we're uh we finished two more classes we got great grades i didn't know if that if tetris the movie was really going to work out for us but with uh, the second half of that we really pulled it out i think we did we did really well i'm we're in talks with um bob Iger. Uh, Not to, that Bob Iger, t- but a guy I know named Bob Iger. Uh, to take over, we're going to do Tetris the movie. We're going to make it. Um, and then we are going to direct the new Star Wars trilogy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Not the official one. Not the Disney one. <laughs> yeah, sorry. We're going to direct 
um, Bob Iger's Disney, but it's got like three N's in it for some reason. And a Z. And a Z. Uh, and then it's Star Wars with also like a couple Z's in it. Well, it's that thing of where it's, they can sell, um, they can't sell those chicken and wings as wings, W-I-N-G-S. Right. But they can't make it W-Y-N-G-Z because that's yeah. clearly just a chicken product rather than actual and, wings. And, and it sh- we should be clear, it's got multiple Z's because it is like a, a sleep aid. He's asked us to direct a sleep aid, um, but it is a Star Wars like parody sleep aid. So, well, we he asked us to direct a sleep aid, and then we said we're going to make this into uh, a Star sure. Wars trilogy. And 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 he he, he said, was already asleep. He was saying z z z z z. Yeah, and which means we got the job. So <laughs> we, we have funding. We'll see what we do with it. But oh my god, the uh, project we turned in. Of our um, outline with uh, dialogue scenes. Uh, really great. We got an A-plus on that in both classes, which really pulled us out from the um, low the fact low that we C's did not, that we... Yeah, <laughs> the fact that we kind of skipped mm-hmm. like half the semester. Yeah, we were doing great uh, on which... projects and pretty good on tests, but just absolute zeros on attendance. Um, I mean, which is good, right? I mean, it really shows you that, like, you know, uh, you don't have to apply yourself except the last minute. That's um, and the only time the, it matters is when it matters, is what I say. You shouldn't always shoot on. You shouldn't always be firing on all cylinders. Save that for when you have to. Um, sometimes you can't even afford to fire on all cylinders. Sometimes. Some of those cylinders are more of a triangular prism. You're right, and that's a great that's a great segue to bring up. If you want to hear us firing on all cylinders, go to patreon.com slash thimk. It's like think, but with an M instead of an N. So it's thimk. And once we get it back to the teacher, uh, for some reason, after we send it in, because we... Um, you know, Paul and I like to do this analog. We record all of these episodes analog, where um, we are currently on the phone right now, and then we have a a tape player. In right, front we of are us. in a on a phone in Abbey Road Studios with famous producer Phil Spector, uh, fresh out of jail. Did he go to jail for murder? <laughs> I don't remember. You're with him, man. Why don't you ask him? I'm. I'm hope. Well, the good thing about recording analog oh, is he's that he's in the other room. <laughs> yeah, he's in the other room and he can't actually hear this live. Um, that's, that's true. Let's see. I'm just on his Wikipedia page. Jailed? No. Oh <laughs> uh, wait. Jailed. Phil Spector's wall of silence as he loses his ability to speak. So if he's mad at me, I can't hear him. <laughs> yeah, um, I think he's in jail. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He. He. he well, he was in jail as of 2014. Well, I think that's. I think once you're in jail, you just. So, are you in jail? Are you at the? Are, are you at the Abbey yeah, Road sorry. Studios <laughs> prison satellite prison. Yeah. location? Yeah, you know, like campus have satellite locations. It's like that. Yeah, yeah. it's like how our <clears throat> school's campus has satellite locations. That's why uh, if you ever listen to this podcast and you're like, "Damn, this is really." Um, overpowering that's the wall of sound technique that's that's phil specter's baby 
Yeah. He, he made that. And then he definitely murdered somebody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, just straight up killed uh, Lana Clarkson. So. Uh, you didn't know that. You just looked at this Wikipedia page, didn't you? No, I knew that. Okay. Lana Del Rey. He murdered Lana Del Rey. Hey, why don't you tell me what the name of his band was? Uh, the Beatles. He was famous <laughs> for being in the Beatles, Nick. I'm not. He also, I think, did some stuff with the Beach Boys. He may have like recorded sexily? the Beach Boys. Sexily? <laughs> yeah, he had sex with the Beach Boys, and then At he the recorded some songs. Yeah, well, he recorded some songs with the Beatles. Oh, he did that song from uh, Ghost. Um... What song is that in Ghost? Uh, maybe that's not. Maybe it's not the song from Ghost. Maybe it's a different song that I'm thinking of now that <laughs> I'm looking a at it. Different song. What do you think What's the, the song, song in Ghost, Ghost is? Is it not the Righteous Brothers? Oh, Unchained Melody. Yeah, you're right. Uh, but it is Unchained Melody. Not you've lost that loving feeling. Different, different song by the Righteous Brothers. Okay, because I knew you were wrong, but I just didn't know how. Yeah. Anyway, point is, Phil Spector. He is not correcting me on any of this. So. And I'm in the British Abbey Road studio with the ghost of John Lennon. Yep. Which I learned how to do from our ghost hunting episode. I hunted him all the way here, and now we're recording on sweet, sweet analog. But anyway, so... It's wild that he was in uh, Britain. It's wild that you caught John Lennon in Britain when he was murdered in New York. Do you think ghosts don't have to stay where they die? No, but I feel like they do, though. They don't like, have I feel to. Like, a lot of them do. Like the, a lot of people do. A lot of people don't leave their hometown. Yeah, I mean, generally, if somebody dies, they don't leave um, where they were until somebody removes them. But No, they're, um, they're still doomed to walk body. the mortal plane, but they're still... They're walking around. You can go on vacation. You're saying, you're you saying can John go Lennon on holiday if you're a ghost. You're saying John Lennon took a mortal plane from New York to Abbey Road Studios after he died? What part of that sounds weird to you? The fact that it's mortal and he was dead. <laughs> okay, first of all, the plane's not living. So I wouldn't say that oh, the, pl- it's a go- the plane so you're saying is it's a ghost. It's more, of, it's more of a ghost plane. I don't think the plane is... A- <laughs> I'd say it's more of a soul plane. Oh, a soul plane. <laughs> okay, I guess that makes sense. The movie. Anyway, we did great. We turned <laughs> we turned in our our um, analog projects to the uh, professors, and they loved it. We only had one copy, so we had to get them in a room. Uh, presented it to them in a kind of at Paul's insistence, the Phil Spector wall of sound way, and uh, they're very impressed. It was, um, it was yeah, it was basically the opening scene from. Back to the Future, but instead of speakers blowing, um, it, it, it recorded the whole thing for them. And then some Libyan terrorists showed up, and one of our professors was murdered. Mm-hmm. But, um... It they- turns out he was wearing a bulletproof vest, so he's okay. <laughs> turns Then they came back and they shot him again. Uh, they shot... Oh, he also did Unchained Melody. Okay. Our professor? Yeah, our professor is Phil. How do you think we were able to get Phil Spector, man? He was also our professor. Uh huh. Well, we're taking we're taking classes at the Cochran Prison where he was capped, and we busted him out to take him to Abbey Road Studios so he could record our podcast. You're right. We haven't given our audience the details that we've been going to 
Prison, Cochrane Prison College, which we have this entire time. Uh, shit. Uh, but they let us take online classes. We're not criminals. Unless yeah, we, we are. Yeah. Uh, legally, I'm not allowed to uh, divulge that information. <laughs> we we don't have to talk about that. Uh, anyway, our other professor, who was not Phil Spector, was not wearing a bulletproof vest and did die. And we are currently um, our project. At the funeral. Our, <laughs> we uh, we're some having, would say it's in poor taste to record a podcast at a funeral, but we we, um, we are having a, a Zoom call. At um, our respective studios, as everyone else is, it's a Zoom funeral, a Zoomeral, if you will. Um, a a Zoomeral is a Pokemon. <laughs> Nick, sorry, a Zoomeral. It's like Zoomeral, okay. but with an N. But, but with a Zoom instead of an iPod. <laughs> it's Microsoft Zoomeral. Anyway, we put out all the stops for that. We did voices. We had sound effects. We did an eight-track analog recorder. We had recorder. At, l- at least eight tracks. We had at Possibly least more. Might have had 16 tracks. Wall of sound. Were there, vid- were there video tracks? No, we couldn't have, We could not get a camera. They won't, they won't actually let you bring a video camera into the prison. Not into Abbey Road. Not with all the ghosts. Um, mm-hmm. They're afraid of getting caught on, on the, um, the electromagnetic uh, photon system captured we, well, we all know how cameras work um yeah they take your soul very clear obvious so we'll we're gonna get that posted to the patreon once again patreon.com slash theme um or you can go to theme the podcast.com slash patreon and it will forward you to it um that's new but uh you could sign up there, and then as soon as we get that back from the police, once the investigation is done, uh, we're going to get that posted. And you can really see why we got the A-plus that we truly deserved. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's correct. But now we're on a bit of a summer break. We're How like, have you been spending your summer break, we, Well... <laughs> I mean, I told you, I hunted down the ghost of John Lennon while he is at Abbey Road Studios. You wait, that's all you've done? That's, I. It's been about a week, but yeah, that's all I've done so far. What have you done in one week? I paid a guard to get me internet access so I could play Final Fantasy fourteen. <laughs> okay. So, I guess pretty, um, pretty good, pretty good. It's pretty good. The the ghost of. Uh, John Lennon has been telling me he's very into iZombie, so I feel like I'm pretty familiar with the world of iZombie now. Yeah, what do you think of iZombie? How do you feel about Rob Thomas, uh, famous enemy of Phil Spector, so we shouldn't say his name too too, too loud? Um, Wait, how do you feel about? I Rob didn't know. I, is that famous? I didn't know that uh, Rob Thomas. Matchbox 20 oh, singer with the arch enemy of Phil Spector. Did he mean yeah, to beefed. murder him that day instead of Lana? No, but but Rob Thomas was the one who uh, gave the uh, the evidence that sent him to jail. <laughs> okay. Um, I like it. I think iZombie's very fun. Um, 
Blaine in that show reminds me of um, John Sim as the master. And there's a lot of iZombie that reminds me of that, like, mid um, David Tennant era of Doctor Who, where it was just very corny, but in a very fun way. And um, that's there, but also it seems to be a fairly competent procedural with a lot of very good character actors. And I like the conceit they have built in that Liv gets to act like different characters each episode. Once again, this is all described to me by the uh, ghost of John Lennon. But this all started because I, when I was young, was a big fan of True Calling, and I really feel like this is an updated take on True Calling. It does feel a lot like True Calling, a show that I also enjoyed. Um, uh, Famously, Zach Galifianakis was on True Calling. Um, Kind of basically at the same time that he was doing his... um, his show, his other show. His stand-up comedy. Was, and before he was ever yes. in G-Force, Zach Galifianakis was, um, he played a coroner in True Calling. Oh. It's, only it's made like, it like true, two, but without the E, so it's still true. Right. Otherwise, I said would have called it false calling. Um, but yeah, it does feel kind of like Priestley. that. Um, it also, the, the premise of the show kind of gives him the ability to do basically what the the sh- so all these shows go like basically every procedural that focuses on one main character kind of derives from like the sherlock thing right um house is like this psych is like this monk is like this um any character that relies on like kind of a quirky um sometimes an asshole sometimes kind of just goofy a uh, character that has some special abilities, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and and is able to solve crimes. Um, and then in iZombie, her special ability is that she is a zombie and then when she consumes the brain of a dead person, she gets some of their memories God, occasionally. If, if you had a thick Liverpool accent, you would sound exactly like the ghost of John Lennon explaining this to me. Yeah. Well, luckily I've I've never been to Liverpool, and I've the day you catch me doing a Liverpudlian accent is the day that you can put me down. That's also what John Lennon said. Well, uh, that's why you think that Mark David Chapman shot him. Real uh, accent critiquer, famous famous accent hard ass Mark David Chapman. <laughs> They had to. They had to arrest him because if you saw that one movie where Don Cheadle did like a Cockney accent, he would have exploded with rage. He would have really done that uh, end of Big Trouble in Little China thing. Yeah, which maybe um, yeah, no, maybe the, the, we'd be better for that. Yeah, but yeah, the shows. The show when is he was good. a boy, he was forced to watch a lot of Dick Van Dyke and Mary Poppins. Oh my God, Dick Van Dyke is in an episode of. I think I've mentioned this last time. He's an episode Columbo that I watched. Mm-hmm. I've also uh, seen that episode. Pretty good. Pretty good. But this is the theme Columbo corner. Here's our review. Pretty good. Hey, it's Columbo. It's me, Columbo. Hey, Columbo. I uh, saw you in that episode, and I got to say, pretty good. Just one more thing. <laughs> <laughs> Columbo, you sound... More stereotypically Italian. I didn't even know you were Italian. What? What do you mean you didn't know I was Italian? My name means Little Dove. 
Uh, that's kind of like half true. Which half of it's true? Uh, the word for dove in Italian is very similar to Columbo. Oh, okay. Thanks, Columbo. Uh, to see, I, when I've Googled dove, it thinks that <laughs> that's the Italian word. Yeah. Uh, it's Colomba or Colombo. Okay. Instead of Colombo, it's Colombo. Okay. Well, yeah. This you is, know. Can we get out of the Colombo corner? Yeah, we should leave the Colombo corner. <laughs> we should. And watch, watch Colombo. Um, but yeah. It's uh, pretty good. Also, very similar to the Sherlock Holmes thing. Right? Except he's not, he's less of a, like, quirky character. I mean, he's got his quirks. And he's more of just, he's like. He's very much a quirky character. Are we still talking about Columbo? Because we left the Columbo corner. Often mistaken for homeless. Yeah, we can leave Columbo. I corner. thought we had already left it. And it feels I was, like I was, still I had there. One, I had like I had like one sentence to say as we were leaving. I, okay. I put my foot back in the corner while you weren't looking. So I could say that. Sorry. Anyway, tell me more about iZombie. So you you finished the second season, right? I am I finished the third. The, oh, really? Well, Shit, you might be <laughs> The Ghost of John Lennon. Sorry, <laughs> yes. The ghost, of, the ghost of John Lennon has been doing nothing but repeating the Yeah, and I don't want to I don't want to, you know, tell any tales out of school here, any tales out of iZombie here, but I'll just tell you that the episode that I just saw uh ended with a bit of an explosion and sexual betrayal. A lot of people died. <coughs> Excuse me. Sorry. I had to sneeze. I think it's the end of season three. Okay. Yeah. Big, big boom. Yeah. I mean, I don't remember, man. It's been a while. Uh, big boom at the zombie yeah. party. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yes. You're talking about with, is that the end of season three? Or is that the end of season two with Rob Thomas? The end of season. Rob Thomas is at the end of season two. Two. Season three is big boom at the zombie party. Okay. Yeah, I need to go back and rewatch that show because it's it's good. It's yeah. it's entertaining. It's a fun procedural, and I really, I mean, I'm a sucker for procedurals. Like I've talked about it. I like Psych. Um, obviously, we we just talked about Columbo. Yeah. Um, I don't know. There's. I I do I have my issues with uh, 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 cops in general. The TV show or the people? Yeah, the 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 TV show just it's not a compelling plot. <laughs> um, none of the characters are believable. Mm-mm. Um, but um, at the same time, like X Files, you know, you can't escape copaganda, right? Um. Well, it's easy. So, it's easy to write about cops. Yeah, it's super easy, and it, it again procedural. Like you want, you want a show that you can do seven seasons of, and every episode can be its own thing, so that nobody has to sit down and watch the whole thing. Mm-hmm. You write a procedural mm-hmm. drama. It's like it's the easiest thing in the world. Um, I just want to say for iZombie, from what it's been described to me, my top three favorite characters are Blaine. Uh, Clive. Babineau? Yeah, Babineau. 
I just feel like we, you know, really connect. And and um, guess the third. The Ravi is that, is that his name? No, the, he's he's a he's the top of tier two, but the bottom okay. of tier one is um, Johnny Frost. Johnny Frost. He's the news reporter. Oh, oh the weatherman. Yes. Yeah, the weatherman. God, who just like whenever they whenever they need a character to just like bring in to be a big weirdo. They bring in him, and I love it. Yeah, he's a he's a great, um, like, like back like not background character, like, um, just like a secondary character, an ancillary character that they just pull in at all the right times, which makes him the best. Um, the show really excels at being genre aware and and knowing that it's fun. And I feel like the only issue I have with any characters is when they have an arc that feels like it's trying to be serious. Yeah. But that's kind of a thing, right? Like, that makes... Like, Clive is the grizzled cop, and he always is, and it's so good. And then Blaine is always just... I don't know. He is a zombie. He isn't a zombie. He is a piece of he's shit. A, he is a piece of shit. He's just a complete piece of shit. Um, you know, you know the thing that um, Clive, uh, like did right in real like that actor in real life. No, the actor that plays Clive. No, I did he. Did, he was in the. No, 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 no. He's in the when, okay. When you say, he, "Do you know what that actor did?" That no, like, do you know what worried. his? Do you know about his past? I don't know about his past. He was in the music video for Party Rock Anthem oh, by LMFAO. Really? <laughs> yes, and and the the plot for the LMFAO Party Rock Anthem music video is basically like the opening to The Walking Dead, where they wake up from comas, mm-hmm. and. While they were asleep, somebody released the Party Rock Anthem, which has basically infected the brain of everybody. And Clive, the actor who plays Clive, shows up with, like, special earplugs in so that they don't get infected with the disease that is Party Rock Anthem. Um, Is this what inspired iZombie? I, maybe. I don't know. But it is. It is no, iZombie is based off a comic book. Okay. Um, barely. Have you uh, looked up the, the plot for that comic book? Have you read that no, comic book? Absolutely not. Um why do you say but, why do you say absolutely not? I heard about iZombie from you and then from no one else until the ghost of John Lennon. Sure. I, I don't know, man. Are you above the comic book? Anyway. Sorry. I yes. So um, the series. Did, I mean, he also did a bunch of Law and Order episodes. It looks like, or not a bunch, but he was in some Law and Orders. He was um, in Elementary as uh, Detective Bell's older brother. Um, but yes, more importantly, he was in LMFAO's Party Rock Anthem music video. I've heard if you live in New York and you're a struggling actor, what you do is just always, a, you know, a, I guess not apply, but try and get on Law and Order, and then if they cast you once and then you go back for another and they ask you if you've ever been on there just lie just don't put law and order on your resume and see how many times you can actually get a job on law and order as different characters yeah but iZombie the comic book deals with Gwen Dillon a revenant gravedigger in Eugene Oregon and her friends Ellie a 1960s ghost and Scott a were terrier 
Gwen can it pass for a regular girl, different. but she needs to eat a brain once a month to keep from losing her memories and intelligence. As a grave digger, she has plenty of access to recently deceased people. When she consumes their brain, she inherits part of the deceased people's thoughts. And apparently there are a lot of monsters in this. Okay. It seems, yeah, it seems to be very different. Because the monsters are explained in the concepts of over and under souls, which kind of sound like stands. Ghosts are thus bodiless over souls, poltergeist, bodiless under souls, vampires without bodies. So she goes around fighting. Uh, it's It seems very different. But I did, I read that... Um, that's John Lewis describing me season one. And so you know the episode where she eats the uh, gamer guy's brains? Yes. Uh, they Ravi mentions that he is on the MMO and he plays a were-terrier. Oh, that's like a fun little... Yeah, like, that was a nice little Easter egg to... Scott, the friend from the comic book. Scott Bakula, friend of the comic book. Friend of the pod. Did you know that Rob Thomas's first writing credit was on Space Ghost Coast to Coast. No, I didn't. That's apparently where you gotta start. I did not know that. Uh, the Matchbox 20 guy? Yeah, he did, He wrote Space Ghost Coast to Coast and then he was just like, you know what, fuck this. 3am. Uh, was only Which was up- about the time that Space Ghost Coast to Coast aired, correct? Right. Yeah, that was actually supposed to be a tie-in ad for Space Ghost Coast to Coast. Mm-hmm. It's 3 a.m. Like and Zorak must be lonely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Uh, I, you know, I just... I don't know what I'm doing with my summer break. This, I think a lot of stuff I need to get caught up on. Um, I know Hamilton just got to Disney+, Plus. So I, I feel like I gotta watch that. Um, you should. I feel like this is my shot. To watch Hamilton. And you don't throw away your shot. I'm not going to throw away my shot. Um, I know that I've made references on this podcast before to the only thing I know about Hamilton, which was the, uh, hey, sir, did you, sir, punch the burr, sir, burr, sir, Aaron, burr, sir, sir. Um, and what That's I will good. say. That is artistry. Could you repeat that real quick? Hey, hey, sir. Did you punch the burser, sir? Aaron Burser. Um, and I, what I, having caught a glimpse of Hamilton, what I will say is I was not prepared for how often um, when Aaron Burr is on stage for somebody to say the word sir specifically to set up a rhyme for Aaron Burr. <laughs> It's interesting. So it it just dropped uh, as of this recording. I think it just dropped on Disney Plus. So when you say you caught a glimpse of it, were you in a theater where it was performing? Uh, no, I do not have six hundred dollars at least. I or the I you don't have to have been there legally, but I understand why you wouldn't want to talk about that on the podcast, and also why you'll not talk about why you're currently in the jail with at, at a theater. Uh, during uh, a pandemic. Well, we we know that you may have been in a theater um, catching a glimpse of Hamilton, and now you're currently in a jail uh, satellite studio with 
I, I, so when I said I caught a glimpse of Hamilton, I caught a glimpse of the theater production that was being put on by the prisoners at the jail, Nick. Okay. Uh, And they were very embarrassed because it was their first production. You know, it was kind of a soft open. Um, so I don't want to be too hard on them. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, you should be soft on them. I was, but I would like to see if it were a hard open. I would like to see the, the, the Broadway version. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, sorry, one second. You know, I I just sorry, love one sec. I'm so sorry. My condolences. I'm sorry. It's a beautiful. It's beautiful. It's a beautiful Zoom session. We are, you know, at a funeral. I just wanted to uh, give my condolences to the to these the are real tears that I'm crying. Um, but I, all right, you they're know, gone. We can go back to good. Okay. Um, I do love a lineal manual Miranda, um, and his his the music that he's written for such great pieces. Like I love Lenny Man Crossgrove. Yeah, from Motorhead. Lemmy Lemmy Manuel Miranda. Um, Listen, Ace of Spades. Uh, hey, um, have you ever taken that quiz? Are you a Lin, a Manuel, or a Miranda? Uh, I'm a, I may have taken the wrong quiz because I got Len, the band that did Steal My Sunshine. Huh. You, you know, you strike me as a Len. Uh, but uh, in these such such great heights, that's a song by the Postal Service. Um, yeah. In the heights. Love it. Um, what What is that? Uh, that was his like first musical that he did. He did the postal service. Yeah, he was in the postal service. And then Manuel Miranda was uh, he he made the beats. Manuel Miranda's dental man. Did you not know that? He's dental. Yeah, the guy who did this the postal service beats. Oh, is that how you say that name? I I I always thought hmm. it was D Intel. Because oh, it name, could be because uh, it seemed like a cool way of saying the Intel, but um. Dental is much funnier. Yeah, it's. It looks like it does seem to be dental. <laughs> All right, that's cool. Like if you like the eye is as in kit, so it's d- 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 dental. Okay, I got to be honest with you. I've not thought about that guy since the last time I thought about the postal service, which was eight years ago. I have not thought about him until I accidentally said such great heights instead of in the heights um, and had to cover my own fucking ass. That's by... fine. I just found out that the first version of one of his CDs, let me double check right here. Um, I think this was a compilation album in 1998. Did you know he... Hold up, Nick. Did he... Hold on. Did you when... know the first edition was released on 250 CDRs, which is awesome? And how we should yeah, start distributing this podcast. Oh, we should do this podcast as a CDR. Um, Lin-Manuel Miranda did... Lin-Manuel Miranda did music for Force Awakens and Rise of Skywalker, but not The Last Jedi. Because I feel like The Last Jedi seems like the most Lin-Manuel Miranda of all the Star Wars. He did not work on that. No, he did. He did the Force Awakens and the Rise of Skywalker. Are we still he talking about dental? 
Yeah, the same guy, same person. Sorry. Um, he also was Dick Van Dyke's character in Mary Poppins, I think. I thought he was just another chimney sweep. Uh, the same person, right? Sorry, uh, he's a lamplighter and former apprentice of Bert. So not a chimney sweep, he's a lamplighter. He lights lamps. Oh, okay. So he wrote the scene on... He wrote the music for the scene on Passana? What? The Rise of Skywalker? The one... The the celebration that only happens every 42 oh, years. Oh, God. Okay. Where they're all dancing. And then yeah, the girls... Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the girl's like, what's your name? She says, Ray. And she says, what's your... And then C-3PO translates and says, what's your family name? And she says, just Ray, which sets up that scene at the end of the movie where she says, Ray, Ray, says, what? Ray Hambo. Yeah, Ray Hambo. <laughs> Further establishing the Palpatines as uh, just a, a whole family of himbos. It's... Palpatine is like... Eh, I'm just going to say, Palpatine... Epstein. Kajimi is the frigid mountainous planet. Oh, that's the one that they blow up. Apparently, there's a in the bar scene. He also did the music when they're in the bar. Maz Kanata's bar. No, the one the one where they meet um, um, Poe Dameron's friend. They meet at a bar. They don't meet at a bar. I don't know. They apparently go to the the a bar. They also do the one. Uh, they do not job. go to a bar because remember, Zori draws a blaster on Poe on the streets while they're hiding from the. Then Gerbers. take it up with RadioTimes.com, which says he wrote Lido Hay, which can be heard in the film when characters visit a bar on the planet Kajimi. That's. They don't go to a bar. They they go okay, and then and then he also did Jabba Flow, which was played at Maz Kanata's Cantina Castle. Okay, and I think is. what they're saying before say the name of it again. Lido Hay, Lido Hay. I'm pretty sure that's the yeah. Uh, maybe they're maybe they're just completely wrong. They're completely wrong because Lido Hay is uh, the scene right. from it that is celebration. The, is the you're right. It is the scene. Listen, I know The Rise of Skywalker, my favorite of the sequel trilogy. Yeah, okay, you're right. It is It is that song. Then, then RadioTimes.com got it wrong. They did. And I should never listen to them again. Send me that webpage. I'm going I'm to I'm, I'm write them a correction. You're going to write them a firm email yeah. that says, Listen here, you mother shits. Listen here. How did you know? That's actually my uh, signature in Outlook. Yep. I um, end everything. Listen here, you mother oh shit. God. He's, he's doing. He's doing the Little Mermaid remake too. My God, this man is everywhere. He's everywhere, and he seems he he like if he were on this podcast, which he's not invited to be, but if he were. If he found his way into the studio, because um, he'll probably show up at fucking Abbey Road while we're recording, I feel like we'd get along with him, but I just don't like any of his art. He, so, a thing that I know is that in Hamilton, he added, he very specifically added a McElroy Brothers, my brother, my brother, my brother, and me. That's too many brothers there. Mm. Um, 
like the unless thing that they do. What's the unless thing that they do? Where somebody will say something and somebody will go unless, mm-hmm. unless, and then they all repeat it at the same time. He added that into one of the songs in Hamilton. And also, like, whenever he did interviews while promoting Hamilton, would do the beep beep. Like, like mimic honking a horn. Oh, like from the uh, Roadrunner. Yeah, but, but for them, it's like, nice job or something. I forget exactly what that bit is. Uh, but he would do that at all the interviews. So people would be on the lookout for it. So he's like a big bim bam person. Paul... I wish we had a signature bit that could be included in a Broadway show. We do have a signature bit called Columbo replacing. Corner. No, we it's called replacing the N with an M <laughs> to make a different thing. That's our signature bit. That's our signature so bit. For, yeah. So, like for example, Hamilton would be do you Hamilton. Think people just listen to this podcast for like the first ten seconds and then. Yeah. Yeah, yes. they, they just want to hear that classic bit. Uh, yeah, they then they fast forward until they find the part where we go like, it's like, you know, it's shum. It's like shun, but with an M instead of an N, so it's shum. What was that bit? You were pitching that bit. What are you shumming this week? I I said ham, Hamilton. We're going to shum it next week. Okay. Uh, I don't know if Shum is a good thing or a bad thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know if Hamilton is a good thing or a bad thing. We'll find out. Next week. Um, Wes, do you have anything else you want to talk about, Nick? I mean, we talked about a lot of things. We talked about all the important things. Well, I mean, I guess, you know, we're just going to... We got this whole summer. Just try and kick back, and it's been uh, it's been a difficult year. And we've taken about six whole classes now. Yeah, we've got at least eight credit hours. So we're pretty much done with our first semester, our first a semester's worth of credits Mm -hmm. how many credit hours do you need to graduate i'm just gonna google that real quick (laughs) i mean how many credit hours i think we're does it take to graduate i think we're one twelfth done from the corcoran prison college i think where we met bill specter we've been doing this podcast for about Four years now. I think we're. Uh, I think we're 120 credit hours. And where we got eight? We're close. <laughs> we. Okay. That's really close. Let me just do some quick math. So we got 112. Cup carry the three fifteen more episodes. <laughs> Wait, we have eight. We have eight credits. Yeah. Okay, we have eight credits. It's good. So fourteen times four. Oh, oh, buddy, we're gonna be doing this for a long time. All right, we got about fifty-six years of this podcast left. I'll be making this podcast till the end of time with my co-host, Coco Co-host. That's good. All right, everyone. Uh, <laughs> 
sorry, Paul. Was there anything you wanted to talk about? No, that was it. I just wanted to set up the ability for me to do a Yoda reference, a reference to Yoda, our favorite boy. All right. Well, um, anything you want to plug? Um. Oh, boy. Uh, at this moment, no. Are we streaming on Saturday? We sure should. Okay, we'll figure that out because last time Nick was supposed to stream something and we didn't. Well, it was it was a holiday last weekend. Well, it was a holiday. We didn't do but before that we did the we did um the haunted. We stole that man's old man's PS1. Yeah. We beat that old man and took his things. And then we got really mad at a game that did not make any fucking sense. It was a broken to... game. We played a broken <laughs> game. <laughs> broken game was just. just I don't want to say it was we've... garbage. I wanted to. I wanted it to not be garbage because you played very much like I Zombie. You played as a human cop. Yeah, I get it. And a zombie cop. Hey, hey. It, in some ways, that planted the the it, that incepted you into watching. Or to, into watching the ghost of John Lennon tell you about the television show I Zombie. Yeah, I think you're right. That did incept me, Paul. We um, I think one thing we should be proud of is that we have more recorded content trying to figure out that game than anyone else on the internet that I could find. Wait, really? <laughs> I mean, uh, from all the other videos I saw, people were just like, "Well, this safe is broke." That's it. Bye, everyone. And we actually tried to figure it out, put the clues together, look up other videos. I think we've done the most in regards to that game. That makes see. That makes me want to revisit that game. It's on Saturday. broken. It that's like an abusive relationship with that game. It's just not gonna work. I what what if we record not us playing the game but us reaching out to the creator of the game <laughs> what if we and like what like, if we like, make a like, youtube mini series of us getting this game fixed okay so you know you're familiar with polygon and how the one guy did the videos on polygon where he kept asking nintendo to retweet the photo of toad that he made <laughs> who was that on polygon We've- that was on Poly. That was uh, uh, um, Patrick, I think. Okay, I like Patrick. I think it was, I think it was Patrick Gill. Um, but he did like a 10, 12 episode. I, I don't remember how many episodes, but he did a multi-episode series where he would continually update a specific photo of Toad to try to get Nintendo of America to retweet it. Uh, and he ended it when he succeeded. And I'm saying we could do that, but it's us reaching out to the inventor of what I assume at some point is a horny zombie game because there is a seduction stat and there appears to be seduction modes unless the horror of that game is purely that the game doesn't work. If the horror of that game is kind of a meta commentary on horror and that you are given a puzzle that you are not able to solve, which is in some ways extremely terrifying. Um, You know, maybe could you say that that game succeeded on that level i don't know because i wasn't really horrified i was more just I mad mean, if you rewrite something bad to be good philosophically is it still bad this is the argument i have with people about twin peaks all the time so i don't know okay but there's there a part in twin peaks where there's a safe 
and that Harry S. Truman takes like five episodes to try to open the safe. And also, he is a big titted hey, um, zombie lady. Buddy, I would effectively say that is the entirety of The Return. Okay, good. I guess I should watch The Return. You should watch The Return because if what you want is a safe that can't be opened, yeah, you that you pretty much get it. Okay, cool. Big right, titted zombie good. lady. Uh, Harry S. Truman's a different actor. Um, Oh, that damn! Did they not get Harry Goaz? What's it, what's his name? I don't know. Who Gary. <laughs> I don't think that's his name. Uh, no, that guy uh, retired from acting, so they got. Um, I'm sorry, Harry Goaz was uh, the d- deputy. He was in Twin Peaks, but he was the deputy. Yeah, who's fuck. he was in it? He was in the Return. No, he's not. But Harry Goaz is. Oh, Harry Goaz. <laughs> I'm talking about Harry S. Truman. Harry S. Truman died in the 40s. Sheriff Truman. Oh, Sheriff Truman. I think his full name is Harry S. Truman, right? Yeah, it is Harry S. Truman. They just straight up took that name. Well, he has a Um, brother, another Sheriff Truman, who's played by Robert Forrester, who died this year, who um, plays uh, Sheriff Truman in the show. I didn't know Sky Ferreira was in the new season. Who's Sky Ferreira? She uh, is a singer. Oh, yeah, every episode ends with a uh, basically a concert at the bar. Okay. And she probably plays. Is in Moby in it? Because it says that Moby's in it. It says Moby's in it? Yeah, it says Moby is a musician in Twin Peaks. I don't know if he's in the original or if he's in the new one. It doesn't. He's definitely not in the original. Um, That'd I, be weird if he was. I don't know. Are you sure? Maybe he did music for it? It literally lists him as musician. Oh yeah, huh? Oh, I mean, I don't. Know yeah, what, I don't sorry, know what to tell he, you. he is. He's just a background musician. I didn't realize that was Moby. Yeah, they probably just got him as a bit. They got a lot of people as a bit. I don't know oh. how to tell you that uh, Michael Sarah is in it. That plays a character that I'm pretty sure is a direct commentary on Shia LaBeouf's character in. Um, Halls. No, in uh, Indiana Jones and the Crystal Skull, while also being a commentary on the original portrayal of James. But okay, Michael Sarah's in there. Okay, I'm I'm realizing I can't find Harry S. Truman because I am in fact looking at the Return um, specifically, so they do not list him as a character because he is not in it. He's not. It's his brother, played by Robert Forrester, R.I.P. Yes. Uh, Michael Ontkeen is his name. Yes. The last movie he was in was The Descendants, which was a surprisingly okay movie. I've heard that's good, actually. I enjoyed it. Somebody was just on, on somebody, one of the film Twitter people, I think, uh, was talking about it. Um, specifically being a film that, like, was written by... Um, somebody from Hawaii mm-hmm. or it's based off a novel by somebody from Hawaii um, Jim Rash wrote the screenplay for yep. The Descendants yep Jim Rash is good um, also he plays Frank Truman anyway I think we're gonna get to the part of the podcast where we just kinda say things that we're reading so it's time to take off your Thimkin helmets and put on your Thimkin pajamas cause I'm going 
bad. Night, night, everyone. Don't get too, don't think too hard without us. Don't, 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 don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Not gonna do it. And Not also, gonna die. Also, if you get arrested and find yourself in Corcoran prison, don't get approached by Phil Spector and agree to do podcasts for him. Don't do it. Don't do it. Bye. Bye.